Hello. Hi, everybody. This is Caroline. And this is Megan. And I am so excited to announce our next guest, who is my best friend and my husband. (laughs) (laughs) And his name is Jacob Larson. (laughs) I thought I was your best friend. (laughs) Best guy friend, Megan. We we have relationship problems on... Yeah. Live. No, it's not live. (laughs) I think you have relationship problems with a lot of people then because we have relationship problems. Yeah, Jacob and I always fight, (laughs) but we have the best (laughs) intentions. Okay, Jacob. Hi, my name is Jacob Larson. Thank you so much for having me. Um, I I forgot what I needed to say already. Uh, I'm from uh, I'm from I'm from Denver, Colorado. Not originally. I'm, I was born in Minneapolis, Minnesota, but Fancy. lived here for 15 years. And uh, you can find I'm in a you can find me at jacoblarsonband.com or Jacob Larson, at Jacob Larson Band on Twitter, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Um, I'm in a band called the Jacob Larson Band. That sounds <laughs> if you couldn't figure that out already. And uh, we do funk and R&B, and uh, yeah, I don't know. You're both looking at me like I'm <laughs> supposed to be saying something else. but Perfect. I was just cool. going to say, you're really full of yourself naming your band Jacob Larson Band. <laughs> well, what else should I call it? <laughs> the Funky Fresh Five. <laughs> Are there five of you? <laughs> How long have you been writing songs? I've been writing songs since I, w- I started... So I started writing songs later because I was uh, I have mostly done cover music for my whole life. Um, but when I was like 15 or 16 is when I started writing music. Like when I started like working on like my music and my sound was when I was 15 or 16. What prompted you to do that? Um, I really thought that I was like I, I was ready and I had found kind of well I didn't found a sound but I had. I had found like an outlet to be able to do that. And I, um, the drummer in my band is, um, the producer and the, and my co-writer of my first EP that I released. So I just kind of had like the outlet and like the right time to do it. And, um, yeah, I think it's kind of sprouted from there. (laughs) I'm ready, Megan. All right. (laughs) I'm curious to know. Are you? I'm really... (laughs) I'm really curious to know <laughs> how often you write for write original songs for your band and for your set. Um, so my band is mostly cover music, right. um, like I said earlier, and um, so I've kind of made like two forms or um, like two kinds of my band. One of my band is like a huge ten-piece funk band that plays like dance music and covers, and then um. My other band is like more, it's like seven or eight pieces and um, it's my original music and then covers that we've taken and kind of made our own in a way. Mm, And um, uh, like Superstition by Stevie Wonder, we do a really, really drastic cover Mm. of that song. Like it's, it's, you wouldn't be able to recognize it until the lyrics come in. And um, so just stuff like that really. Um, And just songs that I really think like fit what I want to say, like cover wise. Like cover, like cover music that I've like picked and for the meaning and for like meaning that it means. Or, wow, that sounded good. Uh, for what it means to me and like the meaning that it has, and that was a really redundant. But 
<laughs> meaning. And you do a lot of arranging then for your. I do. Yeah, I love um, I love arranging cover music and like putting it into medleys and putting it into uh, like transitions and um, yeah, and just kind of change like changing uh, the covers that I do because a lot of them are really popular. So it's fun to kind of see what you can do with them. Yeah, that's awesome. <clears throat> so how would you say that because. Megan is writing with a band now, but I never write mm. with a band in mind. I mm. just write solo with piano or with guitar occasionally. Mm. How would you say that writing for a band is different than writing for solo? Hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot more um, kind of like, mo- I don't want to say like moving parts because I don't want to say that it's more difficult to do that than writing just solo. But like there are a lot of moving parts. Like I, when I write, I I always start like if I'm writing a song that it, like is intended for me to play live. Um, I always start with like a drum beat and then bass line and then kind of build my way up from there. Um, so I, I forgot the question, but I think that how you <laughs> how do ends. you write songs for you? Oh band. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great. <laughs> yeah no yeah so. Just like I, I always start at like kind of like the bottom, I guess, like mm-hmm. what I think of first. Mm-hmm. Um, I always start with drums, like a drum beat, and then whether even if it's just like a sample or whatever. Not well, not a sample, but uh, just like a basic. Uh, beat. Yeah, like a, like I pick like a yeah, I pick like a sample in in Logic or GarageBand, and um, and then just like put that under it, and then just like build from there, and then replace the drum beat later with something. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Because I've never really looked at songwriting like that. Mm. Like, you know, I almost, yeah, that's, that's cool. Hmm. Because yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. It's, it's easier for me to, I've, I've never yeah. written a song like starting with the lyrics. Lyrics. Yeah. Like so I always, lyrics are like your last. Yeah. Touch. Like I, like I know what I want to say. I, well, I usually, that's a lie. I usually, I usually start with a title. So like oh. I have a, I, or it's a title or, or baseline. Um, and, uh, and like I build off that title because I don't and like I want the music that I write to it to like fit what mm-hmm. I want the lyrics to say. So like I'm not, I have like an outline of what I want the lyrics right. to say. That's cool. But then I'll build like the music part around that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. We d- um we do some of that in the songwriting program mm. is writing from titles. Mm, yeah, it's it really like gets you to branch out or just like starting from it's almost like a word web that you use to like oh start gosh, writing paragraphs yes. and stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> that we got that we all learned <laughs> word web. that we like all, that we all used to that we all used to do in like third grade yeah yeah so like taking like the title and then just br- like creating like this whole big web of of words or phrases or yeah. lines or whatever oh my god love that well that kind of yeah. answered um, our next question, which was, yeah. what's your go-to writing process? Yeah. So like that's, title work. That's cool. That's kind of, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and the co-writing that I've done in the past that I've actually like released on, um, on like on records or on a record, I only released one, <laughs> at least one, <laughs> um, has always been for the most part, me, the, my co-writer having some kind of shell or outline mm. of the instru- of the like the instrumental part like the music and oh, okay. then me ki- me adding to that and then us kind of building both parts together so yeah that's awesome so moving <laughs> on to lyrics and form mm. love that <laughs> what perspective do you usually mm. write in is it first person third person um 
it's been a mix of two things. Um, it's been a mix. Uh, it kind of depends what I'm writing about. Like if I'm writing about a personal experience, obviously it's going to be in first person. But yeah. um, but a lot. I feel like a lot of funk is written in third person. Like hey, like let's groove tonight, or I, like you know, like I, I that was a cheesy. <laughs> Earth, earth, wind, and, earth, wind, and fire plug. <laughs> not, that they, not that they needed my plug, but, <laughs> but like, but it's very like, hey, like, let's go party or let's do this or, mm-hmm. and but then yeah. like songs that, but then, but then I've also found it really interesting to take a movie or like a, a TV show that you like or whatever and a scenario in that, and yes. then and then writing music from another person's perspective. Oh so that's like what what the newest thing that I've been doing. When I, cause I like when I sometimes I occasionally I'll write with like just piano and me, mm. and that is mostly like more dark mm. stuff that like I wouldn't really mm. necessarily perform with my Same. band. <laughs> like, also, I like just that love don't that show to anybody. Themes. Yeah, like, no, totally. Or like or like <laughs> like post apocalyptic shit like Walking Dead. Like has great <laughs> and have great depressing themes in it. <laughs> yep, honestly. So, do you usually write in like classic funk forms, and what are those forms of funk? Well, so my so what I have out right now is a lot. It's kind of like a cluster in a way where there's so there's there's four original t- tunes on it, and then one cover song, and. uh each song that I wrote is very like they're very different in genre, like they kind of I was I was still kind of trying to find my sound, but it always started with it. It was all the songs are like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, or like yeah. or like uh, one of them has like verse, chorus, or like it, it the chorus doesn't come in for a while. It's like verse and like a like a like a horn interlude. So it kind of differs, but uh, but yeah, for the most part, just like a standard first chorus form Mm, okay that's interesting i'm yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. i was just thinking about because like aaba has been coming up in my brain a lot recently and like i was just wondering if funk does that but yeah i think i mean i think i i kind of i think it kind of varies just like any other genre would Mm -hmm. because there's songs that are like very like strophic and they just play the Mm -hmm. same thing over Mm -hmm. and over again and there's others that are like verse chorus verse chorus and then there's others that are like, I don't know, like like Jungle Boogie by uh, Cool in the Gang comes to mind, oh. where like it's kind of just like two parts, <laughs> like you have like the get down, get down, and then like the Jungle Boogie, it's like the two main mm. pa- like hooks or whatever. But then you have like that, like like that weird like or not that not weird, but like that horn line or like pentatonic oh, yeah. line that mm-hmm. that's uh, yeah. So I don't even it's, I don't even know what to call that. <laughs> like, well, <Okay>. Yeah, but <laughs> um, so. Since you perform with a band for your life sets, mm-hmm. um, do you consider yourself more of a performer rather than a songwriter? Uh, yeah, I w- yeah, I definitely think I would classify myself more as like like a performer, just mm-hmm. because, or like enter or like well, entertainer. That um, that doesn't that's not supposed to sound like douchey, but like, <laughs> but, like uh, but like to entertain people what and to get them to like dance and enjoy. <laughs> What you said? What that. kind of entertainment? Oh my god! <laughs> Where people 
<laughs> where people i don't know like like i want when i go to when i like when i have a show at like a club or whatever i want to i want to like get people to enjoy themselves and to dance and um but then with but then i don't know yeah because then when like i perform my originals i i want to be like i want myself to come more across as like an artist and not necessarily like a performer um yeah but i i don't know i think there's a balance between being an artist and being a songwriter i don't like yeah you have to stay like true to what you want to say and what you want to write when you're like while being an artist so definitely so speaking of being true to yourself oh (laughs) so i set that up for you girl (laughs) great planning So we've talked a lot about how you are one of the only LGBTQ plus performers in the funk genre or out LGBTQ plus performers. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I I think out is the big thing. Well, I don't know. Like I've been in, so I've been out for, I came out like when I was 18 until like now when when I'm 20 now and, uh, and uh, I've and I've been in the funk scene here longer than that, and I just don't know a lot of people that are in the LGBT community or even like, yeah, like I just don't know a lot of queer people in the funk scene. That not, that's not to say that there aren't any. Like, definitely not trying to say that. But then, but then you also have like famous artists. Like, like I mean, Prince was always really open and kind of fluid about his sexuality um and that's more in like the funk kind of thing but uh, but a lot of funk music talks about it's a guy or a girl talking about like a like a guy talking about a girl's body or so like i do the song brick house for example and that has a lot of like innuendos and that kind of thing in it like towards a woman's body and i cannot relate to that at all obviously but like (laughs) (laughs) But so I yeah I don't know I think a lot of funk is like sexualized in that way of like let's have a good time and like Bruno Mars is a perfect example of that yeah um so yeah I uh, yeah I it's it's like yeah I yeah again I don't want to say that I'm like the only like LGBT person in the funk scene that's out but I I just don't see a lot of the same people like or people in my scene like in the funk scene that are queer yeah. yeah. Has Which, that impacted your music or is that, is there pressure on you to like be out and be open or to not be out and not be open mm. in that sense? I don't know if there's like, I don't know if there's pressure, um, but cause obviously I was like, I, I was, I was a lot younger when I started being more immersed in that scene. So I, I was still like completely questioning who I was, um, but then I, I wasn't really, but then when I came out, I really wasn't afraid to like start just talking about it in like, if I, if I had like a boyfriend or whatever, like wasn't really afraid to talk about it with my peers in the scene because I'd never talked to them about that. And I think to, to about like about anybody. So they were, I think they kind of, they kind of had an idea that I was queer, but I, but I, no, I don't, I didn't really see any pressure when. I came out or anything like that. I just kind of, so just do my thing and have a relationship with them. And yeah, exactly. As it should be. Yeah. Um, so I know 
one of your biggest influences is Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. But I want to know who are your other biggest mm. influences and then who are some of your favorite current songwriters or mm. bands? Mm. Yeah, totally. Um, so I, like I was trying to th- like think about that question a lot. Um, and I, it's cause like I'm a, I'm a nerd when it comes to vocals, <laughs> obviously like somebody with like good vocals. I don't ca- really care what music you play or write. Like you're just a really great vocalist or or like a song or like from like a songwriter, you're just a really great songwriter. Or, so I, when it comes to like my genre, uh, like Earth, Wind and Fire and Stevie Wonder, obviously. And uh, um, there's a there's a band that's like on the rise. They're called the Main Squeeze and they just have really like they're just like it, they're kind of cool because they're like rock and funk. Like they do a little bit of both. And sometimes they mesh the two. Um, they're really cool. But then in terms of like songwriting, I love Bishop Briggs. She's like my, she's, she's an icon. She, yeah. She's like, agreed. <laughs> she's like my queen. I love her. And, uh, or, um, I really love Ariana Grande too. Like in, in terms of vo- vocally, I guess, like if I'm switching like vocally, mm-hmm. like, uh, Ariana Grande, Brendan Urie, I like, yeah, can't like, he's, he's crazy. And, uh, um, Christina Aguilera too, recently, um, listening to more of her stuff she's crazy in terms of what she can do with her voice so i know i kind of like break it down into those kinds of categories i guess (laughs) so what are your future goals as a performer Mm. and a songwriter Mm -hmm. do you see yourself continuing to write your own songs for your band Mm. uh yeah yeah i've i've also i've i've quite i've not i don't know if question is the right word but like gone back and forth with that because obviously not all like not all artists write their own music but i f- and and a lot of people have done that for years like aretha franklin or uh, fill in the blank um and a lot of pop stars um but i don't know i i always see myself writing my own music though because i think like i i have something to say and i want to express that in my music and i don't want anybody to do it for me and i don't want that to sound like arrogant or cheesy but like i don't know um yeah but no, I, I where I, in terms of where i'm like what my goals are i don't know like i really love the music business side as well um so i'd love to own my own business in some kind of industry like in some part of the music industry and but in terms of performing i'd love to i just want to keep making music and do my thing and perform and preach it and <laughs> and i would i would love to experience what touring is like um i i don't think i don't think it says like i think touring is really fulfilling in terms of meeting people and meeting having connections and meeting people that like your music but it's definitely grueling like you're going city to city every day and like in a bus for hours and hours and hours um so i yeah so I, i'd love to i'd yeah perform and own my own company it's, the short answer <laughs> yes we love that yes <laughs> jacob already low-key owns his own company which i don't know if he's going to mention <laughs> it's not like but it's he just has for my, his own company it's, yeah this is for my for my music yeah because all my he's an icon <laughs> all my um all the musicians in my band i i like hire um like i have like my regular people that I call that like are my first his calls. regulars, but his st- people. St- we'll call your well, people. my regular musicians. We'll have our people call yeah. your people, <laughs> and we'll get lunch. I have like my regular people that I call that, um, and that have been playing with me for years. Um, 
uh, but I hire them all. Um, like they're independently contracted. So, um, uh, that, that, that requires me to have a business, like have my own business to pay them. <laughs> That's valid. <laughs> people the, need to get paid. Yeah, people need to be paid. Pay your musicians, like, people. I've, I really realized, like, I've really, it's been like eye-opening being in music school and being in music business school of how important doing things, like, by the book are and, like, doing it, like, covering all your grounds and paying people in the right way and, and paying people out of a business account and that and just like doing taxes <laughs> and uh, j- yeah just like all 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 different things that can go wrong and easy ways to cover yourself um definitely so jacob is really smart <laughs> so smart it's just really cool to see you <clears throat> be like a 20 year old human like and you already have like an album out which is really fantastic by the way and um just like playing all these shows all the time like having your own you know, people, your regular peeps, <laughs> like you're just like a go-getter. And I just love that oh, about you. Thank you. Yeah. It's been, it's been, yeah, it's taken, it learned a lot. It's taken a, it's taken like a second to get there, but yeah, it's fun. I like it. <laughs> so speaking of your album, mm-hmm. right now we're going to put in a song from your album mm-hmm. for our listeners enjoyment. Yeah. <laughs> what song are you going to have us put in there, Jacob? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, you're going to hear um, the title track of my EP that I released last year. Uh, it's called Aftershock. And um, yeah, and it's uh, it's like kind of electronic, kind of poppy, but then kind of has its funk. It's, it's some funky vibes in there. The next album's not going to sound like this, though. It's going to sound a lot different, which is weird. But um, this is definitely like, there's a reason it's a title track. So that was a great yeah. description. Yeah, that was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is the sure song. everyone knows what to expect. This is, this <laughs> so this is a this is this is aftershock and this is a it's like electro funky kind of pop. Um it's about <laughs> I'm going to tell you what yeah, it's about now. Gonna, it's going to tell again. you what it's, a, what it's about because I don't obviously I don't know what it sounds like. And uh, <laughs> it's about like not uh seeing somebody for who they really are or like yeah see and like taking their like quote-unquote mask off and seeing mm, who I they love are that. Oh, i'm so, so excited <laughs> here is aftershock Am I too blind to see that she is way too far? I'm sure the breath stop coming close And finally she is exposed It's time to reach for the highest star Oh, there's something lurking Won't let them fool me And when the mask comes off It's gonna send me into aftershock Aftershock Suddenly I realize The deeper I dig into her soul The thoughts are clear What have I done? This can't be true Not ready for this magnitude 
looking for an exit sign I'm out of here Oh, there's something lurking Won't let them fool me And when the mask comes off It's gonna send me into aftershock Aftershock heard that song a million times and once again it was amazing <laughs> thank you appreciate it what Wait, what your am i supposed to be so far then? away from your mouth oh is it i no, was it's like not. You, you said thank you no, it's <laughs> not. okay here let me try again thank you caroline oh it's my pleasure <laughs> So what shows do you have coming up with your band, the Jacob Larson Band? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> uh, so on November 23rd, that is actually Black Friday, so day after Thanksgiving, we are playing a show at Live at Jack's. It's in the Denver Pavilions on the 16th Street Mall. And we play, we're playing a happy hour show. We're playing 5.30 to 8.30, and that's a Friday. Well, it's Black Friday, so obviously... That was redundant. Sorry. Um, <laughs> again. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're playing 530 to 830. It's going to be an awesome band. Um, yeah, that's our next show. And then we have one more in December, on December 12th. That's a Wednesday at the same place, live at Jackson. And that's it for the year. And then we're currently booking. We have a lot of festivals in the works and um, some radio stuff that's going to happen next year. And Ooh. so I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have them back yeah. on the podcast when that all goes down. <laughs> oh, great. If we're still friends by mm-hmm. then. I <laughs> if we're still married. <laughs> if we're still married. 
Well, thank you so much for having for, for having that could have turned into really bad. <laughs> thank you so. Thank you so much for coming on to the well, podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm happy thank to be you. here. Oh, thank God. you. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> I'm very tired right now. Sorry. I don't know if I should say that. Probably not. You might want to cut that out. Um, <laughs> edit. <laughs> Use that trim tool. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for having me. This is fun. Of course. Glad to have you. Um. So final updates for today's episode. Keep up with our new song November progress. If we're still doing that, we're recording this fairly early. So maybe we have fallen off the wagon. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> but that'll be on Instagram at Caroline Stump and at Megan Rose Music. Go follow us, please. <laughs> also, you can now listen to our podcast on YouTube if that is more convenient for you. Please go over there. Give it a like. Subscribe. Leave your comments down below in the comment section. Are we going to become YouTubers? Who knows? Hopefully not. <laughs> I really hope so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, bye. Bye.